Hey everyone, welcome to this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48 Minutes Network. I'm Tim Daniel, joined as always by Sean Mackey. Uh, got a lot to talk about this week. We talk about Magic Johnson and how tampering has defined his GM career so far. Uh, we also get into uh, All-Star Weekend. We give our predictions for all the individual contests, as well as the game itself. So, enjoy the show, everyone. Can't wait to hear what you think about it. Uh, before, before we get into that also, I want to let you guys know, we will be live at Braxton Brewery for At Large Bid, Wednesday, March 20th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, getting you ready for the big dance. It will be myself and Ryan Luster, the At Large Bid team. We will be joined by Brad Redford, former Xavier basketball player, current color commentator for ESPN+, and also a host of the Be Different podcast, and my good friend Adam Baum of the Cincinnati Enquirer. So come on out, have some beers with us, talk some hoops. It's going to be a blast. Everyone enjoy the show. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got no punishment. Young is just covered in fucking hate of what we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this family just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them coming in. Forty-eight minutes, forty-eight minutes, forty-eight minutes, forty-eight minutes, forty-eight minutes, forty-eight minutes. So I guess if we're going to talk Magic Johnson um, and his career so far as the GM of the Lakers, I think the only word that really describes him is tampering. 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 Hashtag tampering. Yes, hashtag tampering. Sure. So apparently the story comes out yesterday that Ben Simmons has reached out to Magic Johnson because he wants to train with him to learn from learn the moves of a quote-unquote big guard. Smart. Fair. Sure. Dig it. And then it comes out that he he said if the Lakers and Sixers, oh, Magic says if the Lakers and Sixers will clear it, he's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes out was it like shortly after Elton Brand's like, I never cleared that. Like before Magic Johnson like make, makes the comment. <laughs> well, well to to give the Lakers a little bit of credit, Rob Palinka did check to see if it was okay. Yes, and Elton Brand said. No. <laughs> and you don't blame him for that. No, it is not. Yes. So. And then. <laughs> it's so stupid. And then, you know, they keep. Apparently, the NBA is like, we're going to do an investigation to see if there's any tampering in this. And it's like, Elton Brand goes, I said no. That's the end of the story. We're not talking about this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't really know. Uh, it's such a weird situation with what the Lakers have going on because everything that's going on is kind of unprecedented. It's stuff that's never really been, never really happened before. Yeah. Magic Johnson, uh, the greatest point guard of all time. Okay. Yes. Unfortunately, cannot give advice out to other other teams, um, be, be, because you know he, it would be tampering. Yes. And he is actively looking for new players to play with LeBron James. Yes. And he's very cutthroat about this. So I, I mean, this is the same guy that went on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was like, say like Paul George walks down the street. He's like, I'll give him like a, a wink, wink, you know what I'm talking about? And he's like, okay, you got fine for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, like, fuck it. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really know uh, what you do in these kind of situations. And then on top of that, you know, the, the stuff with, you know, Rich Paul too, it's like, you know he's got clients, but he's best friends with LeBron. So it's like it's a lot of conflicts of, of of interests with with this whole Lakers thing right now, and it's backfiring on the Lakers mm-hmm. to a point where it may cripple them. Yeah, I mean, there's a very, I mean, I was I was kind of sitting down thinking about it yesterday, and the possibilities of stars coming to the Lakers. Yep. I think Kevin Durant's going to go to New York. I do too. I mean, he did uh he did open an office for one of his businesses there. I think uh-huh. this last week that was uh that was something that was uh that was brought up. Yeah, it definitely has that like LeBron to Los Angeles feel from last year. Yes. So I think we'll just say safe to say uh Kevin Durant is going there. Also, I think Kyrie's going there. <laughs> I do too. So I think they're both going to go to New York. Cool. Fine. Fine and dandy. I dig it. I'm Fine having, I'm, I think it's fun. Clay Thompson, you think he stays in Golden State or you think he goes to L.A.? I think he's going to be a Laker. You think he's going to be a I Laker? I do think he's going to be a Laker. I, see, I feel the same thing. I feel I feel like the connection with his dad yeah. might get him there. And uh, Clay Thompson is going to get a lot more looks 
um, in uh, in L.A. And there's a reason LeBron took him in the All Star draft. We know this. Oh yeah. So he was making business moves, as we've stated in our three shows. Since oh yeah. Then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So so, um, you know, looking at that, um, that's uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and say that that might happen. But besides that, I mean, I don't really know. I don't really know else. You know, who else is going to go there? Kawhi's going to go to the Clippers or stay in Toronto. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell's probably going to stay in Brooklyn. Probably going to stay in Brooklyn. They're going to throw a max at him. How cool would that be if he went back? Him and LeBron? I would love it. Oh, man. I mean, he's he's a great, great tall point guard. I mean, I that's really what I wanted to happen. I didn't really want them to get rid of D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I want him to stay in Brooklyn because I want the Nets to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. But I don't know. It just doesn't seem like anyone is going to come and bail LeBron out. I think... I think the players, I think the league, I think everybody's just tired. LeBron has been bailed out by star players for for years, and it is in the best interest of the league to surround LeBron with good talent because it means better ratings. I mean, a few nights ago, uh, you know, LeBron didn't play against Golden State. Yeah, that was, and it was like a marquee game on television, and he did not play, and it was it, it was terrible. It was terrible because. Come on, you wanted to see LeBron out there on the court, right? Absolutely. Every time, every chance I have to see him, because I don't know how many more chances we'll have to see him. Exactly. I want to see him on the court. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, with that being said, you know, I don't know how you stop tampering. Um, you kind of can't. I don't. I don't think you can. Because um, players are going to talk. You know, it's just part of the business. I mean, yeah, it's like, it, I mean, the stuff with Magic is it is so. Uh, it, it's so weird because it's like players do want to pick his brain. Yeah. You know, especially a guy like Ben Simmons who probably, you know, aspires to be a player like Magic Johnson. Oh, for sure. You know, but, I mean, you know, he's not just going to give out that information, though. <laughs> I mean, he is if he's like, if you'll be a Laker. He's like, oh, well, you know, I could tell you a lot more if, uh, you know. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. wink. Exactly. Exactly. So here's so, my uh, here's my take on Magic Johnson. Sure. He's not really good at his job. No. I mean, people are like, well, you got LeBron. It's like LeBron was going there. LeBron was going to go there anyway. Yeah, like there was nothing that Magic Johnson did to make that situation more likely for him to go there. He basically met LeBron in a car. Is that correct? And they had a conversation. And like he was already sold before he got there. He's like, it's a business decision. And he like, the first thing Magic Johnson said when he was on Kim after LeBron's sign was he's like, I walked in and he knew what our players were going to do already. I'm like... That means he knew about your team that he was going there. Yeah. I know that he – I mean, there's a story that David Griffin tells um, where they were playing the Raptors in a playoff series, and he was telling the Raptors how, what the, the play they're supposed to run. But that's this is different. He, he – you know, when he was in the decision cave or whatever they called it over the summer, which, by the way, I still think he should have gone to Philly. Um, but <laughs> um, Yeah, that would have been it. God. That would have been it. <laughs> I mean, albeit they probably don't get Tobias Harris. No. Who but, cares, though? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yeah, um, Kyle Kyle said that the other day when we were at a meeting, and I was like, "You're right, you're <laughs> right." Before he, yeah, so I was like, "Good, touche." But you know, I just I don't think there's nothing that Magic Johnson's really done that says says like, "Oh man, he's really good at his job." I get it. Under his tenure, LeBron James signs with the Lakers, but he was going there regardless, like we said. Um, you know, other than like. Does the steal of Kyle Kuzma uh, late in the first round with that Brooklyn pick? Have they really done anything else? No, they traded away D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, and Lonzo Ball has been either hurt or rough offensively. He's a great, awesome defender. Awesome well, defender. Well, now there's there's you know stories coming out that Genie Bus forced Magic to take Lonzo Ball when they really didn't want him. Well, yeah. Do you remember like a couple weeks before the draft, they were saying they really wanted De'Aaron Fox? It yeah. was like that conversation. Yeah, that would have been a... Uh, How different would that look right now? Ooh, it'd be fun. Oh, my God. My uh, 2K team looks like that. I got <laughs> I got, I got, got De'Aaron come off the bench, though. So, Yeah, you're uh, you're playing my league, I guess, not my GM, because you don't want to handle all those egos. No, it's it's my GM. You're just like, you just coddle everybody? I just coddle everybody. I coddle them until I have to trade them. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on? Um, Jeremy Lin finds another home again again (laughs) 
His never-ending quest to play for every team in basketball. Oh my God, Joe Harris is such a good three-point shooter. His his never-ending quest for Lynn Sanity to return. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go ahead and pull this up real quick while we're talking about. This. So Jeremy Lynn is going to just just bought out by the Atlanta Hawks, and he will be signing with the Toronto Raptors. I'm actually very happy about this, and I'll tell I'm you excited. why. I'm excited. I'll tell you why. Because Trey Young is on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So they're just going to let him play all the minutes. They're like, backup point guard, don't need one. And and he's just going to, you know, just quietly continue a, a somewhat decent rookie campaign. So let's put this in context for the career of Jeremy Lin. He came in the league in 2010-2011 as a member of the Golden State Warriors. Yes, he did. So he's played for the Golden State Warriors, the New York Knicks where Lin Sanity was born, the Houston Rockets, where he was for two years. The Lakers for a year. The Hornets for a year. Brooklyn for a total of 37 games because he had one season where he got hurt in opening night. And then the Atlanta Hawks. It's a lot. So, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This, the Toronto Raptors will be his ninth team in eight years. That's crazy. Crazy. Well, ninth team in nine years. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, But, you know, I like the move a lot for the sake of the Raptors. Um, obviously losing Fred Van Vliet today, finding out he's going to be out for a little while. Very few people you could have done better in the buyout market than getting him. I mean, than getting Jeremy Lin. So I, I dig the move, man. I think it's a good move for them. So with that being said, what else do we have to look forward to with the buyout market? Uh, Markeith Morris apparently is uh, going to be targeted by the Lakers and the Rockets. Lakers and the Rockets. Yeah. Now... It's funny because at one point, Markeith was the better Morris twin. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were there was talks he was going to get traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron was there. He was going to be that missing piece at one point. That didn't happen. He goes to Washington. Nope. And he uh, he he's been okay. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't been bad. But I would say Marcus is Marcus is having a fantastic season. Yes, he is. He's he's definitely he's been the second best player on the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, the system that he's playing in is highly beneficial for his game. So. So, Markeith Morris, you're saying the Houston Rockets and the Lakers are interested in him? Yes. Okay. Do you think he moves the needle with either? No. Okay. No! No. What, what, what is he going to be like? Back, he's going to back up Kuzma? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you're going to have two power forwards that don't play defense? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's called the Lakers. It's called the Lakers. Defense, nah. Yeah. Defense, nah. Nah. We're going to try to outscore you, and if we don't outscore you, we know we're done. Is there anybody else who may um, who may be you know we uh, players we should look at? I don't know. In that, let's see here, NBA. Should we just crack 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 open two K with the roster updates and see who's all free agents? Because <laughs> for some reason, Jared Smith is still still on the Cavaliers. He is not gone. No, he has not played for them like since the second week of the year. Second week of the year. Did they just send him home? I for, I totally forgot about the odyssey that is J.R. Smith. Yeah, he's making $14.5 To send home? To do nothing. So he is not... So they sent him home, mm-hmm. but he's he can play. Yes, he... Yeah, they can put him on the active roster if they wish to. Well, it's all LeBron's fault. He's the one who got him that contract extension. Yeah, there's a, there's the obvious in the buyout market. That is Carmelo Anthony. Now, now we know we know he's going to go to L.A. I mean, Chicago Bulls, great. Carmelo Anthony. Let's see here. <laughs> Let's see some other other players that may be, may be bought out here. Um, Somehow Robin Lopez was not bought out, and the Bulls decided not to do that. Yeah, and I, it's almost like a complete dick move. They're, like, holding him hostage at this point. I know, because the like, Warriors were like, we'll take him. We'll, yeah, I don't – of course they would. Of I would love him would. on that team. Backing up Boogie. So, Wayne Ellington? Possible. He just signed with the Pistons. He just signed with the Pistons, so he's off the market. Robin Lopez not gonna not gonna get purchased out. Uh, Marcin Gortat, where did he go? I don't think he signed with anybody yet, has he? I don't think so either. So he's he's one. Wesley Matthews went to the Pacers. Enos Cantor, we've heard about him. Yeah, I definitely like was like he could be a Laker. Yeah, Enos Cantor, somebody still got some game. Yeah, Enos Cantor. Defense, not so much. Defense, not so much. Get you right need, in. You don't need that in L.A. That's fine. Uh, Frank the Tank Kaminsky. Did he get bought out? Um, that's that's there's talk that he might. I mean, there, there is talk that he might. And what exactly does he bring to an NBA team? I don't know. And I'm seeing Anthony Tolliver as another another uh, listed person. I'm really surprised that 
Jabari Parker was not bought out, and he was actually moved. Yeah, he was. Like, he is he is not a good player. No. At all. I mean, I watched him. I mean, we we talked ourselves into it. I talked myself into you it did. very much. You did. I think I just went along with you. Yeah. I was like, eh, that sounds good. Like maybe Tim does something I don't. Maybe Tim. Maybe he got some tips. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. So, I think Enos Cantor. I think he's probably the top guy. Um, if he gets if he gets bought out, he's probably the one that he's already been released by the Knicks. He's already so he's already been released. Mm-hmm. So, you know, L.A. Ellie's already got two centers. And JaVale McGee's had a great, great year. Mm-hmm. Tyson Chandler's been terrible lately. Mm-hmm. He's been absolutely terrible. Like, he is totally... If he's good. not slapping rebounds... He is... He is... He went from defensive player of the year to no defense at all. He does right. not play defense at all anymore. He's not interested in it. He just slaps rebounds. You're right. Yeah. And then they have Mo Wagner, who's the rookie, who is honestly, like, a really good offensive player. He is. He is. And, and Mo's going to get more, more time next season. Yeah, he's gonna get more time next season. He also looks like he's fifteen years old and seven foot two. Yeah, does he have braces still? I mean, it looks like he does. I think he has braces. Anytime I see him, I feel like, like he does. Anytime I see him, like on the side on the court, and he's making a face, it looks like a teenage kid that just got told like he couldn't go to the mall. It's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, yeah he's he's got a very teenage look about him. So, um, so. I guess that's it with the with the buyouts. Yeah, I mean, the, the buyouts aren't too hot. These are this not year. these. This is this is not this is not you know a year where Rip Hamilton's coming off the Detroit Pistons, right? You yeah. know, I mean, it's just there's just no one that that excites me this year. And Carmelo Anthony, it's gonna be fun to see him play with LeBron for a little while. Finally, in the very bottom end twilight of his career, you know, for a couple months, and I'm I'm assuming this will be it. Yeah, I think it will he's be gonna cool. he's gonna have a few playoff games and he'll be he'll be done. But I don't know, man. Um, so there was something I did want to talk to you a little bit about since since I didn't I wasn't here yesterday when you guys did the other show. So the Seventy Sixers, uh huh. How good are they going to be? Very good. So do you think this is it? Do you think this is the this is the team running forward? Do you think they need to make any more moves? No. For the East, I think, I mean, I think if I lose with this team, I'm, I can say I gave them my best shot. And I think that's all you can really ask for in the Eastern Conference because, you know, there's that team in Oakland slash San Francisco slash wherever the hell they are that's phenomenal. Um, <clears throat> I think if you take this team is definitely, no doubt about it, an NBA Finals contender. Uh, probably now has to be the favorite to win the East between having four weapons Having a better roster now than the Celtics. There's no just like, well, the Celtics have the best roster, therefore they're going to make a run. That's not the thing anymore. That ain't it, Chief. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but four guys, three that can stretch the floor, and you have one that can facilitate, who has the most assisted uh, assists on three-pointers this season and is on pace, fight, I believe, to break the record for most assists on threes. And he's probably going to do it now with the, with the additions they've made. Um, I think the Sixers got to be the favorite to win the East. They, you think they are the favorite? Yes. Okay. I hope you're right because I wanted them to win last year. <laughs> I, did too. I did too. And like the Celtics thing is so weird, man. I don't know what to make of the Celtics at all. I don't think the Celtics know what to make of the Celtics. They don't. But it's just that's this this is this is kind of not what you expect these days. But some days you put a bunch of good players on a team. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Yeah. I mean, look at that Lakers La- Steve Nash yeah, Dwight La- Howard run. Yeah, or Lakers uh, Carl Malone <laughs> Gary Payton run. That team at least made the finals. Yeah, but they were they, they they barely made. They weren't even like like at the halfway point of the year. They weren't even in the playoff race. I mean, they were the ultimate slacker team to get to the finals. Yeah, Malone was like, eh, "I'll you know do stuff when I feel like it." <laughs> I thought he was forty that year. Yeah, he was, still wasn't terrible though. No, he wasn't. Peyton was good. No, no, and Peyton was even better a couple years later with the Heat. So. I know he was super good with the Heat. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, I don't know, man. Um, I just think that the Sixers team, there's just they don't have what's their weakness now. It's not three point shooting because you have Harris and Redick. Their weakness is inexperience. Yes, that's their weakness. Last year they got a taste of the playoffs. This is very similar to kind of how. The Orlando Magic's uh, run went in the 90s. You know, the first run, they were a little inexperienced. They got beat out. This is the year they have to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. 
I think they will. You think they will? Do you okay. think the Bucks, the Raptors, or the Celtics can stop them in a in a best of seven right now? Um, yeah, I do. I do. I do. Because I mean, we've only seen them play two games together. Anything can happen. I'm not. I'm not. Conv- I still think. I still think the East is pretty wide open. However, I do think the Philadelphia 76ers set themselves up for success more than any of those teams at the trade deadline. Yeah. I think you're right. So, so did you by chance, I know it's only one play and they get, and they lost the game. Did you see the play that Wade made on Durant last night? No. Really cool. Like flashback Dwayne Wade moment, man. No pun intended. <laughs> so he sees Durant coming up the court and Durant does his like one step fade away. Sure. And like he does the pump fake, he does the hezzy and then pump again, again, bounces back and tries to make the shot. Wade timed it out. This is like in the like the like winding seconds of the game. I think there's less than a minute to go, and it's they're the Heat are down one. Okay. So Durant does his like a little. It does his infamous move. Goes back to shoot it. Wade blocks out of the air and has a fast break by himself to get a one handed dunk. Ooh! And it was like the the coolest Dwayne Wade moment I've seen in a long time, man. Albeit, you know, we know it happens here, obviously. Yeah. But it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, it was neat to see him get that moment one more time, you know, because we don't know how many more he has. I think right now the Heat are actually in the playoffs, which... Well, I mean, he is going to be in the All-Star game, Tim. Yeah. He said his goal was just to throw a lob to LeBron. Yeah, just for old time's sake. Yeah. If Kyrie throws one to LeBron, I'm going to get emotional. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it was so beautiful. Just like old times. Yeah. Like the Wolverine meme where he's holding like the picture frame of like G- of Jean Grey. Yeah. And then you show and it's LeBron and Kyrie like yeah. like a ball coming off the yeah. backboard. Totally. Yes. That would be me. That would be you. One hundred percent. Yes. That team this I don't care if they only won one. They were super fun. Yeah, I agree. Um what else was good? Okay, so Kevin Durant speaking of, uh, went on a little tangent the other day, calling out the media. What did he say? A lot. <laughs> so I didn't hear about this. Inform me. Inform you really me. didn't hear about this? I really didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he apparently earlier, wow, Jamal McGlure's on TV. Weird move. <laughs> um, so it was like right after the Porzingis trade, we know he just wasn't talking to the media. Just went silent, was like leaving it and out. And then he was asked why he wasn't talking to media. And he said he didn't trust anybody. And then he proceeded to go on to talk about, he like went like crazy in a press conference the other day. He's like, why do I have to talk to you? Who are you? I don't, I don't tell you anything. Like he was just like going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, so when Durant came up into the league, do you remember like we all thought like, well, he's this really nice guy. He's a great superstar. Yeah. And like, he obviously is. Um, And then Nike tried to be like. No, and they did the, like the Kevin Durant is not a nice guy campaign for a little while, and people were like, oh, that's funny, whatever. And he goes to the Warriors like six years later, and we're like, wow. And then he just kind of like, like literally just went off, le- leaned into the heel, was like, I don't give a shit what anyone says, and I kind of dig it, honestly. Oh yeah, sometimes you can embrace the the you know being the heel. But yeah, he like goes out and he goes, I don't know who traded Porzingis. I've got nothing to do with the Knicks. And it was like, damn, he, I at least appreciate, I would say what he, who he did better than LeBron Yeah, is like, he acknowledged that people are saying he's going to the Knicks. LeBron, not once last year, went like, yeah, I know people think we're going to the Lakers. You know, like, like Durant was like, yeah, I hear it all the time. Yeah. So do you think, I mean, I think he has a point to an extent, but here's what I can say. You know, you and I have been in press conferences before, albeit it's smaller, it's small division one ball. Sure. You have to ask questions. It's your job. Yes. You have to like try to get a question out because you have to kind of like feed your, feed your audience. So there's probably like dumb questions to ask. I can tell you many I've heard in my career. I can tell you I've probably said a couple in my career. But you know, part of our, part of our job is to ask those questions. And like sometimes you're gonna have those situations. I get it where a player's gonna go off. I think he went a little too far. Yeah, he did. And, like, again, I understand. I'd be frustrated, too, if people were like, what about the Knicks? Every day, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks. It's part of the reason you're getting paid millions of dollars. Right. You know, it's like you have – this is one of the, the few things you have to deal with. Yeah. You know, and it's like, who cares? People still are going to worship you regardless. Yeah. It's like, you know, at, at some point, at some point, just like I, – I, I think a lot of these players are just like, you know what? 
why am I dealing with all this shit? I don't have to. And it's like, actually, you do. Mm-hmm. Actually, you do. Sometimes they just like, it's like people just thinking they're above things, yeah. you know, that like really, me. really aren't above anything, you know? So, you know, I don't, I mean, it, it's cool to embrace the heel every once in a while, but. Yeah, it's very Miami Heat LeBron James. It is. And, and you know, I mean, it's, I mean, the Warriors look good. Yes. This is, they're probably going to win it all again. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm at the point with it, man, and, like, you'll laugh at this considering you've worked with me on this shit for three years. I, I'm, like, kind of enjoying them right now. Well, yeah, this is this is <laughs> it. Well, you have to because this is probably it. Yeah, like, This is it. I mean, they're never going to be better than they are right now. The hindsight of it is... It's, you know, I mean, it's a joke, the team they were able to put together this season. An absolute joke. The fact they did it, too, the day after LeBron signs with the Lakers, that they were like, spoiler! Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that text I remember sending you that like Demarcus Cousins is a warrior. You're like, what? <laughs> this is insane. No, you're like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I, I was mean, like, I had just committed to being a lifelong Laker fan. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is what it is, man. I think I'm gonna get a T-shirt made that says Die Hard since eighteen. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how it is. It's like those Miami Heat fans. Yeah, you're from right. from from 2008, they were the worst. They were the worst. You were one of them. 2010, <laughs> thank you. You're like, I mean, I was I was still hanging out in Cleveland, you know, hoping they were still going to win something without him. No, you weren't. You moved on. <laughs> no, I you definitely. Did- you ditched that garbage team just like everybody else did. And I did it this year, too. <laughs> you did it. With, you have, like, four Cleveland jerseys in the back of your closet. They're in the back. They're not even proudly displayed anymore. They are in the back. I still wear the gear. I still have the hoodies. So the hoodies yeah, are cool. Sure, sure. I've seen them being displayed quite a bit this season. <laughs> your Cleveland pride has just been... You've just been, been bleeding... <laughs> <laughs> the wine and black or whatever their weird co- color scheme is this year. Yeah, that. <laughs> Alrighty, so um, let's get into... So this is the last show we'll have NBA-wise before the All-Star game. Yeah. So I want to kind of get into our yearly picks of the contest. And here we have a wedding and what we think about everything. So Okay. All right. <clears throat> so as you know, NBA All-Star Saturday is one of the best days of the year. It is. It's actually my favorite. It is, yeah, for sure. It's my favorite. And, you know, we have the dunk contest, we have the three-point contest, we have the skills competition. The Friday, we have um, the Futures game, which was a lot cooler than it was the Rookie versus Software Challenge. But now we have to have the Futures game of the USA versus the World, which the teams are kind of cool this year. I'd really like some, like, I would I would really appreciate, like, some NBA old-timers games or something like that. Now, I've read that they used to do those back in the 80s. Yeah, the Yankees do one every year at Yankee Stadium, too. Do they? Yeah. They do an old... Yeah, and I think they mentioned that on an episode of Seinfeld. Yes, they did. I think they... Yeah, because I think it's, like, Mickey Mantle or somebody was, was playing on one of them. The best Yankee reference of any Seinfeld episode is, I saw Joe DiMaggio at Dinker Donuts. At Dinker Donuts. <laughs> he dunks. He dunks his donut. He's a donut guy, but he's not a dinker. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't know why my Jerry Seinfeld is also my Dick Vitale, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got one tone. Same one. All right. So let's start with the dunk contest. No, let's not, let's not, let's not go there first. Let's go with the skills. Okay. You got to build yourself up. Build yourself up. Cool. Okay. All right. Let me find it real quick. Because I, I don't even know who's in the skills competition this year. Oh. I, think, I think Laurie Markkinen is, though, isn't he? Hold on. Did he make it? I feel like he did. I think he, I don't know, but he's been insanely really good lately. No, when your team's trash, someone's going to be good. All right, so this year's Taco Bell skills participants. Sure. They are... All right, cool. It's, like, not loaded here. That's fine. We have... Are you shitting me? Okay. Jason Tatum, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Mike Conley. Hey, Mike Conley got to participate in All-Star Weekend. Wow. Kyle Kuzma, De'Aaron Fox... Nikola Jokic and Nikola Vucevic. Now remember, this is small and tall. They all get to play in this game. So, with those guys I just mentioned, between the Trey Youngs, the De'Aaron Foxes, the Jason Tatums, the Kyle Kuzmas, who is your pick to win the skills competition? Um, I don't think it's going to be Luka. I think the hype's going to be for Luka, but I don't think he's going to win it. 
So um, I'm going to go um, – I'll go with Coos. Okay. I'll go with Coos. I'm going with Darren Fox. Darren Fox. Okay. Fun pick. Yeah. I think as far as like the speed – yeah. Um, all the things you got to do as far as like the passing and all that stuff. You know, that, that, that bounce pass into the hoop is basically the shrine of the silver monkey yeah. from Legends of the Hidden Temple for yeah. the skills competition. Because. Wasn't it Rose did on the first try the year he was yeah, in? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he won. Yeah. Like he got it done. Like he had a smooth. When Rose won it his rookie year, he did a, just a smooth run through the whole thing. He was like hit, doing everything first try and then did a reverse slam. On the dunk, which kind of got some extra bonus points for finesse. Finesse. Yeah. So, who are you going to go with? So you said, oh, you just said De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. I'm okay. Fox. You just said with. <laughs> he gave me this look like Sean. You were just here. I'm sorry. I already. I already forgot. Are you even paying attention? It is Monday, man. I've had a long effing day. <laughs> we all have, Sean. <laughs> but we're still here doing pods. So we're, right. we're potting. Yes. Continue. Okay. <clears throat> So, I'm trying to find the Futures game roster again, because my phone is just failing me. NBA. So. We're so prepared for this. <laughs> Futures. I know. I can get the Bovada odds. I want the rosters. Yeah, that's not... Okay, who was it? Kuzma posted on his Instagram. I'm just going to find that. Because Lonzo Ball got replaced. Lonzo Ball was in it. Yeah. We also forgot about the uh, the celebrity game on Friday. Quavo. Quavo. Yeah. All right, so here's the U.S. team. Okay. Trey Young. Um, Jared Allen. Okay. Marvin Bagley. John Collins. Jared Jackson Jr. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. What the f- Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox. Ooh. That team's pretty slick. It is slick. And then... Okay, here they're playing. They're winning. <laughs> and then let me find Markinen's because Markinen had the world team. That's right. Markinen's playing in the game. I got that confused. He's not in the skills competition. So, so the world team is Shea Gilders Alexander. Okay. OG Nanobi. Okay. Rafikas Krukas. Okay. Luka. Okay. Aiton. Okay. Bogdanovich. Markinen, Josh Kobe, Jetty Osman, Ben Simmons. Yeah, first team's winning. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the U.S. team. Yeah, U.S. is gonna win that one. Yeah, I'd like uh I'd like to see. I think I think Kuz will get the MVP of that game. You think so? Get a Futures MVP to go along with his Summer League MVP. You know why not? Okay, sure, sure. Well, Summer League Finals MVP. Josh Hart actually has the Summer League MVP. So. Let's get on to the, the three-point competition. Uh-huh. So this is what we got going on for the three-point competition. The Mountain Dew three-point contest. Ooh. Mountain Dew. Doing the Dew. Uh, Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Heald, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Kimba Walker, and Dirk. There's nine guys in it this There's year? There's nine guys in it this year. Oh, my God. This will be the longest three-point contest of all time. I'm actually okay with it. Um, I, I, I'm a big fan of the three-point contest ever since, ever since uh, Steve Kerr and Tim Legler won. <laughs> those were, like, those were like my two favorite, like, all-star games. And it was so funny because, like, Steve Kerr won and, like, the Bulls were, like, coming off of, like, a finals win and everything. And, like, there were, like, kids just, like, booing him. Just, like, <laughs> get off. We're so sick of the Bulls. There's, they just win everything. It's how people feel about the Warriors. Yeah, it is. So, who do you got? I mean, it's easy to say Steph, um, but I'm going to go a little dark horsey here. Because last year, if you remember, this was the only one I picked last year that I won. Yeah. Um, Who won last year? Devin Booker. Devin Booker won. So, I'm going to pick Buddy Heald this year to win it, man. You're going with Buddy. I think Buddy's going to find the stroke. Okay. You're going to go with Buddy. Um, The Kemba winning it in Charlotte would be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be. That would be ideal. Um... I'm going to go with Chris Middleton. Okay. I'm going to go with him. He's shot very well this year, and I don't know. I just I feel like keep. I feel like he's one of those guys that just doesn't get a whole lot of respect for mm-hmm. like, especially this season. Like he's been excellent. Yeah. And he, he was. Has he been. was, and he's always being put in Bucks trade rumors because he's their literal only other asset that they have. So I'm. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Chris. 
Yeah, I will too. No, I won't. I already said my guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Guys, it's your first day. It feels like it sometimes. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, the last individual competition of All-Star Weekend is, of course, the NBA Slam Dunk Competition. Yes. So this year, kind of dig the field, actually. Excited for it. We have my favorite second-round pick of the year, Hamadou Diallo of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yes. He's a dunk machine. Yes. Super crazy athlete. Sure. Returning for his second year, Dennis Smith Jr. of the New York Knicks. Fine gentleman. Yeah, who we thought, who we thought should have won last year. Who had the, He had the coolest dunk last year. I, I mean, Don Mitchell won because he put on a Vince Carter jersey. Right? Yes, he did. <laughs> he did. He got robbed. Yes. Miles Bridges of the hometown Charlotte Hornets. Love that he's in it. Love it. Yeah. Michigan State guy. You know, rookie years, kind mm-hmm. of late lottery pick. And then one of my favorite young players as well, John Collins, who is just... Hell of a season. Hell of a year. Really coming on as like, you know, Young and young and Collins have a chance to be a really, really good duo in the future for that Hawks team. Yeah, I like Plus them. whoever they add this year. So, between those four, Sean, Bovada and Oddshark have the favorite at John Collins with a plus 120. Miles Bridges second at a plus two hundred, Dennis Smith Jr. third at a plus three hundred, and Hamadou Diallo at a plus five hundred. Hmm. So with that how, being how said, tall is Hamadou? Hamadou is I think he's like right around six three. He is six five. He's six five. Yes. Dennis he Smith had a Jr. crazy injury earlier. Is Dennis Smith Jr. the shortest guy in this? Yes. I'm gonna go with by Dennis. a long shot. I'm gonna go with Dennis Smith Jr. Hmm. I think I think I think the little guys dunks just look better. They do. Yeah. I mean, nothing's ever gonna look as good as Spud Spud Webb. Yeah. Ever. I don't, know, I don't Nate, care what you say. Nate Robinson. Yeah. I mean, it was it was good. It was good. But I think Spud got up even higher. It's fine. Spud flew, man. They dunked over Dwight. Nate did dunk over Dwight. That was that is probably the most memorable dunk contest of the last ten years. Mm-hmm. That was that was class. Yes, it was. So I I'm kind of looking back at some of the winners. Here's a fun fact. So did you ever have book fairs? Yes. At your school, of course. Did you like them? I loved it. Okay. Well, at one book fair that I had um, in 1996, I got a book and it was called NBA Slam Dunk Champions. Mm-hmm. It's made by I think by the good people from Scholastic or something, and inside of this this book, and it, it basically told you about all of the winners that went all the way up to Brent Berry. Wow! Up to 1995 or 96. I'm sorry. So it had all of it had a page for every one of the dunkers, uh, kind of a background about them winning, and in the middle was a gigantic six foot by four foot poster of all of them. That's pretty cool. Dude, it was the greatest poster I've ever had on my walls. I've been looking for this on eBay for years to no avail. Because if I found it again, it would be purchased. And that thing would be back on one of my walls. But since then, there has been a lot of trashy-ass slam dunk contests. Yes, there has. The trashiest that I can recall was Fred Jones winning for Indiana. All he did was dipped his hand back a little bit further than a typical dunker would and just dunked it. It was so mediocre. So, so mediocre. That one was terrible. You know, do you remember the year that Gerald Green re-entered the contest and tried to blow out the cupcake candles on top of the rim? Yeah. That was that was fun. That was fun. That was good. Dwight Howard putting the sticker all the way up at the very top of the backboard. Yep. Very cool. Um, but, you know, Jeremy Evans winning? Yeah. Is that crickets? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so, there's so many guys that have won that it's just, there's just nothing there. The I year mean, Wall won, that was a cool dunk contest. Well, remember the one year, too, they did it where it was, like, teams? It was, like, they were, like... Yeah, that was the one year that they did that. Stupid. East, yeah, Paul George, Terrence Ross, and John Wall. Yeah, they did that one year. There was one year where they didn't do the contest. They did not do the contest in 1998 or 99. So two years, I'm sorry. One of those was because they didn't have an all-star break in 99. So Right. Um, but I remember they, they after, after Kobe Bryant basically 
Harold Minard the dunk contest, and, and Darvin Ham was terribly, terribly robbed that because he was probably the better dunker of that. Yeah. I remember that. But the thing that was interesting of the most about that dunk contest was Allen Iverson was supposed to be in it. That's right. And Darvin Ham took his spot. And he was he was awesome. Well, he's a coach now. But like looking back at some of these men, like the Jason Jason Richardson was amazing. Yes. But like Desmond Mason won? Yeah. Like I don't remember that one at all. I don't either. Didn't Isaiah Ryder win it one year? Yeah, I mean that's the one that yeah, yeah. East Bay Funk Dunk. Yeah, that's right. East Bay Funk Dunk, yeah. And his was his was decent. So he didn't Harold Minor. He Isaiah Ridered it. That's what Kobe did. He basically took what Isaiah Ridered did because he did the between the legs dunk. Yeah. Which is so commonplace now. It's not even a... I mean, are we at a point where the and one guys are having better dunk contests? Probably, man. It's just there's so like there's so few things you can do with it. Like last year, that Larry Nance Jr. dunk was pretty creative, but yeah, you know, do you remember like he did it and at first like Kenny Smith was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, and then they they showed the replay. And it's like, oh my god! Yeah, which by the way was a cooler dunk than what Mitchell did in the finals. Yeah, Mitchell literally just put on a Vince Carter jersey. What might I add again? You get a lot of animosity towards. I don't at all. I just think that like people are like, oh, cool nostalgia. Like in the Aaron Gordon Zach Levine one, if they one of them had just put on like a Kobe Bryant jersey, would they have just won? Well, I mean, Zach Levine did put on a Space Jam jersey. That's right, he did. So, so he did. So win. yeah, therefore you're right. So, so yes, there you go. <laughs> So there you yes. go. Point proven by ten. Yes, you do have to put you put on the jersey. You're gonna get some. You're gonna get some. Fans. And I'm all for doing throwback stuff. Like that was like in that same dunk contest. Larry Nance Jr. wore his dad's uniform, his old Phoenix Suns jersey. That's fine. You can do that. And, and you he knew, did. You knew it was gonna he happen. Did the, yeah, he did the rockabye, which dunk, which was cool. But <clears throat> sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I think sometimes it feels like that's the only way you can get over in these things. And like, I don't think it has to be that way. Well, I mean. I'll take that. I'll take the 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 homage to another player over Cedric Sabalos wearing a blindfold that definitely had holes in it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Any day of the week. So they, we I don't think we've done this part where like we've always we've done this now for the three years we've been doing the show. But I don't think we've ever like gone back and just kinda of talked about really like our favorite dunk contests and just yeah. like so obviously Jordan versus versus Dominique is always brought up and that oh, was yeah. incredible it was you can go back and watch and you still enjoy it yeah they played often yeah um you know the kobe bryant one was really cool i think that one's a little actually underrated because because you know i think the next year was vince carter yeah it was shortly after yeah yeah um vince's performance is obviously insanely cool um yeah the uh the armpit to the uh the rim is still it's yeah. still a classic i dunk. like that one better than the it's over dunk yeah yeah like yeah. Yeah. it's over dunk was cool but yeah. like um, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that that you know the Nate Robinson Dwight Howard one that was a show. Yeah, that was good. That was a show. They brought out the telephone booth, and then Nate actually jumping over Dwight Howard to win it. It was a it was true showmanship. Yeah. at its best. And I don't, I'm not sure that that has really been peaked since then. I agree. I yeah. don't know which year that was, uh, 2009 or 2010. It was one of them. But, I mean, that was the one, the last one where I was just like, holy crap, this is, like, the dunk contest is back. Yeah. So, I mean, but over the last couple of years, you know, Jeremy Evans won one year. Terrence Ross won. Ross is a good dunker, though. He's a, he's a good dunker, but I don't remember it. It's just not it's just not a memorable contest for yeah. me. Yeah, like, Gordon, you know, it was Glenn it was Robinson. Kinda, it was the... Actually, I liked his dunk contest. I don't remember that either. Because um, Derek Jones Jr. was, like, that was when Derek Jones Jr. I thought should have won. When he jumped over the guy that was on the guy's shoulders. I've, oh, I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was cool. Um, you know, Gordon Levine, obviously. I, thought the, Bla- I thought the Blake one was severely overrated. It is overrated. It's like, okay, he jumped over the hood of a car. Which I can't do, but. I can't do, yeah, I know, but, I mean, if you're going to bring out a Kia. If you're going to bring the Kia out on the court and it's like, holy crap, but all he does is jump over the hood? Yeah. I mean, what is that? I agreed. Two feet? By was, by five feet? I was going to say, it's probably a little more than that, but... Come on. I don't know. Let's go measure one. Okay. It's okay. It's probably... It's probably... I mean, it's, it's got to probably be three feet up and then... And then... Yeah. And last year's was fun. I just thought that there was multiple guys who had cooler dunks than Mitchell. So there wasn't a dig on Mitchell. He had a, he did a good job, um, but I thought you know there was multiple dunks in there that were better than that one. Oh yeah, I agree. So, but yeah, I mean Gordon Levine obviously. I hope this insane. one. I just 
I just, I just really hope it's a good dunk contest. I do too. Unless you're honestly, if Aaron Gordon had pulled off that drone dunk, that'd have been sick. Oh yeah, I forgot all about the drone dunk. That would have been sweet. Well, Aaron Gordon was was robbed two years ago. Yeah, he so. was. All right, so that brings us to the Oscar game in and of itself. We've had a chance to look at the rosters. We know who's on both teams. And so we now are in a situation where we know where how these teams how these players drafted, the moves they made. Where are you going? You going LeBron's team, you're going Giannis's team. LeBron who made business decisions, Giannis who was like the kid that was having fun in the fantasy draft. I'm I'm gonna go with LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> I think LeBron's team's gonna win. Yeah, I haven't seen so the so Bavada's not put the spread out yet, but I'm guessing it'll be fair at least by four. Yeah. Um, probably be four points. Is this the year they beat two hundred? They break it. I don't know because last year, remember they actually actually played. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. But dude, he's got Kawhi Leonard. He's got James Harden. He's got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Like that's pretty gross. And then his bench. The last guy he got for his bench was Bradley Beal. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Well, I feel like I would leave him last too. Yeah. I'm not a Bradley Beal fan. Like, I'm just not, like, he's a good player, but he's not somebody, he's just not a hot name. Yeah, but he's really damn good. I mean, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's better than John Wall. Yeah. That's what you're saying. But yeah, I'm with you. I think LeBron's team wins. Um, Who's All-Star Game MVP? Um, I'm going to go... Right now, LeBron's favorite to win All-Star Game MVP. Shocking, I know. No, he hasn't won it. He won it last year. Did he win it last year? Mm-hmm. Did he? Okay. Then no, he will not win it this year. Has there been a back-to-back All-Star Game MVP winner in a long time? Or ever? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Jordan I'm did sure. It. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I know he, he won in 96, Glenn Rice won in 97, and then he won in 98. Yeah. That was like a... And he almost he almost won it that year that he was he was on the Wizards, but Kobe Bryant put it into that. He's like, nope, I'm not... You're done. Yep. <laughs> you're canceled. That was the year they brought back the cool, like, white and red NBA I love those jerseys. Yeah. I love those. I wish they would go back to those. I wish I'd wear them every And year. I really, I really, at some point, want them... I mean, I love this all-star draft crap. It's cool and everything, but I would really like to see them go back to East and West, just because... I don't know. Some pride there, you know. No, you don't. You don't want to do that. No, this is awesome. You don't. I get a fantasy draft every year. Yeah, but it's like Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. I mean, it's like no one's gonna. Ten years from now, no Sean, one's gonna know which player played for each team unless they won the MVP. Sean, what? How often do we get to see LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving on the same team? Uh, U.S. Olympic team? Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore because LeBron doesn't play that anymore. <laughs> he doesn't play that game anymore? No. We did get that, though. Barely. Yeah, but we, we, we got it. Plus Anthony Davis yeah. on the same team. Plus Clay Thompson on the same team. Well, Anthony Davis is going to be a Laker next year, so it doesn't matter. And Clay Thompson is too, but... Yeah, yeah, they're both going to be there. They're going to win titles. It's going to be great. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, no, probably not. Yeah. So, I will say... Kyrie's already won it. KD's okay. won it. Okay, if... Okay, so... so you you like this this format right now? Love I, it. I, I get it. I get it. Do you think they should bring back the center spot though? Yeah, of course. I think I think I think we're at a point this where front, they this front court guard thing is weird. Yeah, I don't. I I really I really think it's kind of almost disrespectful to the the center position because you have to play center. Someone's playing center. Yeah, and it's kind of like and there's good centers again. Like we had a couple years where it was like, well, I guess Andrew Bynum, right? You yeah. know, so it's like you know I get it, but like there are good centers back in the league now. They changed it because it was it was terrible for a while, but it's like we got Embiid. Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins. Marcus Saul. Marcus Saul. Okay. Vucevic. Yeah, Vucevic. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of good centers in the league now. It's not just, it's not just, Wendell Carter's going to be there one of these days. Yeah, he is. Yeah, like he's he's good too. So it's like, there's a lot of, a lot of good bigs in the league right now. And I just, I think it's time for them to bring back the center thing. And we don't have to see DeAndre Jordan play it anymore. So. You know, you know, one thing I do miss about the all-star voting process Going to McDonald's and filling out one of yeah, those forms. They were the best. <laughs> it was so great. Every year, every year when I was a kid, I was like, 
I was like, Hardaway. You know your local McDonald's probably just threw those things in the trash. (laughs) O'Neal. But as a kid, you're like, this is great. Oh, dude, I remember going there getting a happy meal and like, I need to vote. Yeah. I need to do my civic duty as an NBA (laughs) fan and vote at McDonald's for the All-Star game. I still do it at baseball games. Do you? Yeah, like, because June's when they're about, like, no, May's about when they're about to start. And they actually hand out the ballots at the at the stadium still, yeah. where they pass it down the row, and you like do the hole punch, and you can drop it into like a. See, but that's a, great though, because when you're at the game, you have nothing else to do, and baseball is like one of those games where you space out anyway. Yeah. So it's like it's like you know it gives you something to do. So yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, I'll, that's, I'll, that's a good idea. It's something I always care. Like I vote online and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 All right. So if I got to pick someone who win it, tell you what. I'm gonna go Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, All Star Game MVP this year. He's gonna have a crazy fun game where he just passes and dunks the whole time. Okay, maybe he'll hit a three. Maybe. Maybe that he would, shot another one yesterday. It'd be an All Star Game miracle. He's a, he's got three three pointers this year. He okay. hasn't made any of them. Yeah, well, you know that's what happens when you only take three. Yeah. And they're bad shots. You coward. Yeah, you coward. Shoot some threes. <laughs> Level <laughs> up. <laughs> Look at Shabazz Napier cooking people. Well, you know. So who are you taking? Who's winning MVP? Um, I'm gonna go with Clay Thompson. Okay, I did think about Clay Thompson. I'm gonna go with Clay Thompson. So I think he's my uh, I think he's my guy. Yeah. So yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, so that was our All Star Game preview weekend of the weekend. We're excited for it as always. Um, get, so we do have an at large bid coming up this week. Um, and then it's going to be a little weird because I'm traveling and Kyle's gone next week. How we do the NBA shows, we're still figuring that all out. But, hey, you know, that's going to go and wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by the 48MinutesNetwork.com. All-Star Weekend, guys. Enjoy. It's going to be fun. Uh, have a good night. Cool. That would be nice. Was my mic popping?